Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Friday, April 24th, and we begin today remembering our baptism. In 1 Peter 3, verse 21, Peter says, Baptism now saves you, not as removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in that appeal of a good conscience, we turn back to our baptism. We make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O God, ever blessed, who has given me the night for rest and the day for work and service, I pray that the sleep of the night past may be turned to your greater glory in my life today. Help me to refuse procrastination and any temptation toward indolence. But let me be diligent in action, willing in obedience, and bold in my witness. Teach me, O God, to use all the circumstances of my life today so that they bring forth the fruits of holiness in me instead of the fruits of sin. Let me use disappointment as material for patience. Let me use success as material for thankfulness. Let me use the uncertainty of these days as material for perseverance. Let me use the fear of these days as material for courage. Let me use the loneliness of these days as material for knowing your presence. Let me use the loss of so much of my way of life as material to help me walk by faith and not by sight. O Lord Jesus Christ, who for the joy that was set before you endured the cross, despising its shame, and now sits at the right hand of the throne of God, set my mind on you to remember how you endured rejection, betrayal, and abuse, so that I will not grow weary of doing good and following following you confident of your presence and salvation. Holy God, I remember before you all my friends and family and ask that you, in your great love, would keep them also free from sin, guiding all their deeds, inspiring their thoughts, and filling them with faith in Jesus. Amen. On this Friday, we remember God's law. We remember God's teaching as we've been talking about with Psalm 1. And one of the ways that he teaches us is through the commandments. And so we speak the Ten Commandments this morning. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 1, the the scripture reading we've been reading all week and meditating on. So Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But in his but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. 
The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. As we read through the psalm, there's a a contrast that's made between the one who meditates on God's law, who then is really described as the righteous, and those who are wicked. And they are the ones who who walk in the counsel of the wicked and stand in the way of sinners and sit in the seat of scoffers. And this tells us that while the righteous are like trees, and there's this image of of permanence and, and life in, in the righteous, that the wicked are like chaff. They're like this papery husk that, that the wind just blows away, that their time is, is, is temporary. And it says that, therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. One of the things that uh, you can read in the Psalms and other places, and you can experience in life, uh, is this complaint that uh, it really seems like uh, the wicked prosper while the righteous suffer. And one of the things that this psalm is pointing us to is to see beyond this life, to see beyond the wisdom of this world, and to focus our minds above on what God is doing, and his work, and his provision, and his blessings. And one of the things that we find is that in eternity, well, eternity is is reserved for those who believe in, in Jesus, those who are redeemed by him, those who have his teaching, particularly this teaching of God's grace and his, his mercy and forgiveness for us in Christ, situated in our minds and in our hearts, that when we have that teaching, we have righteousness and life. But when we reject those teachings, we become those who are wicked. And the wicked, then, are those who, who are blown away, who on the last day, uh, they will not be able to stand. And, and oh, what a sad thing that is, to know that there are people who will reject this gift uh, of God's mercy and forgiveness that, that we know so well through God's work in our lives. And so part of our mission then, as we meditate on on God's law, on his teaching, is not to just keep that for ourselves, but to convey to others that there is a righteousness that comes from outside of us. Christ's righteousness, which comes to us in, in baptism. It comes to us through faith. It's delivered to us in Jesus' body and blood in the Lord's Supper. And this is a righteousness that's available and free as a gift to all who believe in Jesus so that they can become like those trees that are planted by canals, that they don't have to be chaff blown about by the the winds of this world and eventually blown away at the end, but they can have the permanence of everlasting life in Christ and through his, his generous provision and blessing in our lives. And that's a great gift that you and I should cherish, but not cherish in a sense of holding it for ourselves, 
but to cherish it in a way that causes us to love our neighbors, to love them enough to do good for them. And in doing good for them, to give them this ultimate good, to share Jesus and his love and hope with them as well. As we pray today, we'll pray for those who are sick and injured, the grieving, the dying, the lonely, the bullied, and people who experience injustice. Lord God, Heavenly Father, every day we hear reports during this pandemic of more and more people who have gotten sick. And we pray, Lord, that that you would turn that tide. Uh, we hear the word that uh, the, the curve is, is flattened. We would like to hear the word that it is declining. And we pray, Lord, for healing for the sick. And we ask, Lord, that that you would be with doctors and nurses and use them as your hand of healing for those who are sick, for those who are injured, for, for those who are, are suffering in any kind of physical or, or psychological way. We pray for their healing, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with the dying, that you would comfort them, that you would walk with them through their time of sorrow, and that you would bless the grieving, and that you would be their consolation, pointing them to Jesus' empty tomb, reminding us constantly that though we die in this life, through faith in Jesus we live eternally, so that when we die, we die with hope, knowing that you keep your promises. And Father, we pray for those who are lonely, for those who are bullied. We ask that you would be with anyone who experiences any kind of injustice and that in the end you would set all things right because the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. We ask that you would make all things right. And we pray these things in Jesus' name and pray as Jesus teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. God's blessings on your day. I hope you are filled with the clear sense of God's presence with you and with the hope and joy that we have in Christ's death and resurrection. Please come back this evening and join us for another devotion.